Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all alone, but feeling good and feeling strong, knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself, I'm driving. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. I'm Jules, your co-host. Our topics have evolved to correspond to different levels of growth. So episode one starts topics for beginners, episode 98 for your intermediate, and episode 200 starts for advanced spiritual practitioners and teachers. With me as always to share her insights and wisdom is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hi, Kelly. How are you today? Hey, Jules. I am just coming straight off of another class that I was teaching. So I have been on Zoom all day. So how are you? I'm pretty good. We're busy in the garden right now. It's canning season. Oh, you and your canning. Are you doing magic again? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last year at canning season, if I recall. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I've been crazy busy with work. And also, um, Mitch, my husband, has been doing a whole lot of canning. So, yeah. Mitch so we have kitchen. bell peppers. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> we have bell peppers, cucumbers, corn, tomatoes, all kind of good goodies. Nice. Yes. Oh, so today we actually have a uh, a question or a series of questions from one of our listeners. We do. It is from uh, Tasha Lonnie Wolf, and she was asking about remote viewing and empath connections. And so here's what she kind of wanted to know: What happens when you send your energy into a space before you arrive? Okay, so that's a great question because this happens with empaths all the freaking time, right? Because, uh, and, and I was just talking about this on my call earlier today. I was saying that, you know, when I would have a presentation or not a, pre a, a coaching call with a client, 
uh, I would often get information about them before I get on the call. It's, it's like I'd wake up and I'd be having experience of the day. And I'm like, what is this? This is not my normal experience of the day. What is going on here? And then I would get on the call. I'd be like, ow, <laughs> the client was connecting in <laughs> before we got on the call. And I'm like, ah, so now, yeah, now I understand what's going on. Okay. Or, or my guides were saying, okay, this is what you're going to have to deal with on the call. So it's just preparation, right? So, um, but this happens with empaths as they send their energy into a space in advance of them arriving. And that, you know, we do that for the same reason we expand our energy fields out to the edges of the room, which is it's a safety mechanism, right? The problem is, is that the safety mechanism is not exactly the best safety, safety mechanism because it puts other people inside your energy field, Right. This is why we have the Boundaries for Empaths program that's available on the homepage of the website. Just click the the link underneath my image and you can get it as a free download because that'll show you how to how to hold your energy field in closer to yourself. But in the meantime, uh, you know, you can have energies that you send forward into the room in front of you, but then you risk other people being inside your energy field when you do that. And that's the same problems that you have before you pull your energy field in, which is that you have no defense against them. You have no way of, of in a lot of cases, telling the difference between what's theirs and yours, right? Because if they're upset or they're sad or they're frustrated or whatever, you know, it, it can be a problem when you're an empath if you can't separate your emotions from somebody else's. And so the exact same thing is an issue there. Plus... And this gets a little more complex, but we are approaching the fifth year of our podcast. And by the time this airs, it will be the fifth year of our podcast. So um, if you are sending your energy field in ahead of you into a warded or protected space, you could trigger something that could come and get you. If somebody's protected the space and used like a dragon or an, an oogie boogie chomper thing. Or, you know, oogie boogie, oogie chomper. boogie chomper thing, chomper thing. <laughs> That's a technical term that you should all learn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lord. I'm like, I'm not even asking what realm that's from because there's probably one that out there that it's a oogie boogie, you know? Yeah. It's sort of like saying dog instead of Dalmatian, right? Right. Oogie right. right. Is dog instead of Dalmatian, right? So you could trigger some sort of negative thing because you've invaded space before you've arrived and been invited. Now, is this something empath would, it's probably both ways, consciously do it or unconsciously? Like maybe I don't know that I'm doing it. Yeah, you could do it either way. Um, people can unconsciously do it. So the good news is that you're unlikely to get invited into somebody's home that's protected like that unless you actually are in that genre of people, right? So unless you're one of those people who might put those things on your house, you're unlikely to get invited into somebody's house that would have one of those things on it. Um, but uh, it could happen. And so, you know, these are things to be aware of and be conscious of so that you don't trigger them by accident. And that actually answers the second part of her question, which was, what are the benefits and detriments of this practice? Right. Well, so the benefit would be that you get to see what's happening in the room in front of you. 
you know, before you get there. So you can tell, you know, hey, is this worth going into, right? So if you're, I don't know, let's say you're at a party and you're wandering through spaces and you're you're hearing some commotion in the next room over and you aren't sure whether it's good commotion or bad commotion, you can send your energy field in there and say, but good or bad commotion, right? <laughs> it's like, do I want to be in there or do I want to, or will that ruin my party? Right. For some people, it makes the party, you know, it's not a party until something gets broken and somebody's feelings get hurt. Right. So, you know, but, but you know, it doesn't mean it has to be your feelings. Right. So can, I'm going to vote for somebody else. I'm going to vote stay for somebody happy. else. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but the, the, it can give you an idea of the sense of the room. Right. And, you know, there's other ways to use it, too. You know, like when I, I, I told the, oh God, this is going to be years ago, I told this story on the podcast, but I told the story about being able to find somebody on the land when we were at um, High Rock uh, Retreat Center in Western Massachusetts. And um, there were 660 people on the land and somebody was trying to find her boyfriend, and it was pouring, I mean, pouring cats and dogs. I was like, you know, don't tell 600 pagans that there will not be a fire unless there is rain. But yes, it was pouring all week. And so she didn't want to just like wander all over, all over site because it was really, really wet, muddy and nasty. And, and um, she came to me and said, you know, do you know where he is? And I was like, so I, in that moment, I used my empath abilities and I just shoved my energy field out in a ping. So I didn't actually encompass everybody in my energy. I sent a ping, like, like one ping only Mr. Vasily from Red, Hunt for Red October, right? Like submarines do, right? Ping, right? To see where it pings back, right? And so I pinged the site and it pinged back. And I said, this is where he is. Right. And she said, well, did he tell you he was going there? I said, you asked me where he is. That's where he is. He did not tell me he doesn't he doesn't check in with me for where he's going to be. No. But you asked me where he is and that's where he is. Well, I, if you don't know for sure, I'm like, OK, <laughs> I wandered off. And sure enough, that's where he was. But, you know, I did it as a ping, not as a encompass everybody in the entire space as my in my energy field. Right. So. You know, that that is a way that you can do it if you're looking for somebody specific, right? That works for um, I need to find X, somebody or something specific that has a, a good energy field to it. You'd be like, ping. OK, that's that. Right. So that you can use without having to have other people in your energy field. And there aren't any real repercussions to that, except that theoretically, I could have set off some. I could have set some things off if people had had protections on those spaces. So are there, say, if I'm practicing my remote viewing skills, right? I'm just practicing and all. Is there something that I can do to protect myself with remote viewing either? Because there was, what was the one? It was remote viewing. Then there was looking in the future, looking in the past. And I, I don't know if that's different. Yeah, those are different. And if how do I protect myself um, with those things or or say, oh, oh, somebody has a ward over here and I don't, oh, you know, make myself aware of it. Yeah. So and it, it also depends on how the ward is constructed. 
right? So if the ward is simply to ward off anything that has negative intent, if you don't have negative intent, you're not going to set it off, right? So no big deal, right? But you, ha- you have to assess the ward to know that. And, and that's a very fine thing to do, right? So you could send off a ping that is designed to avoid all warded spaces. You, it's magic. What, what is it about? It's about intention. Set your, set your associations accordingly, right? Um, you know, if you're, if you're looking at in the moment, you know, the stuff that I've talked about, it applies. If we're talking about going into the future or going into the past, you know, you're coming into the space in the moment in which you are going to that moment in time, right? So you want to be in the place uh, in a specific time frame when you're doing this sort of thing, because if you're in all time frames, then anything that's ever been set by anyone at any time could be in place. And that becomes far more of a minefield to deal with, right? <laughs> So you want to make sure you're in a specific time frame. And then, you know, if you're if you're operating outside of the time frame, so let's let's take for example, you're gonna so the ping is is relatively safe, right? The the thing I was just saying with the ping is relatively safe for finding somebody because you know it's just a ping. It's not, it's it's a radar blip, it's not doing anything to anyone, it's not you know, anything of anything. It's just, you know, hey, where's this person, right? There's nothing invasive about that energy. And so it's unlikely to, to set off any backlash. Sending your own energy field in is much more invasive because you are literally energetically invading the space. And so it's much more likely to set something off. And so then, you know, how do you protect yourself? Well, if you're invading somebody's energetic space, there's not a lot of protection to be had there. You're just going to have to suck it up and deal with whatever you get hit with. Um, you know, you can dodge and, you know, parry and whatever. But, you know, if your energy field is in there, and especially if it's stretched across the threshold, you know, um, the dividing line, then, you know, you're you're kind of kerfuckled. So it's, it's probably not your best choice. Um uh, and, you know, and, and we talked about this when, uh, like, uh, when I was in San Francisco and my friend and I were walking across a parking lot and saw a guy with stuff in his bag that was very clearly something I should not know about. And he was very, very uh, powerful magician. And this was, you know, back when I was like 28, 29 and still just coming into my own and. I just, I knew enough to go, I do not want to mess with this guy. I don't want this guy to even notice me because I know he's got something relevant in that bag. And if he knows, I know I'm screwed. And, and I was like, oh shit. And so I just looked at my friend and I was like, oh, and we're going to go to the Castro tomorrow. And And I just started, I said, be brain dead with me. And she was like, what? I said, just do it. She's like, okay, we're going to do this. We went straight into tourist mode and put out the energy of tourist. And, and when he, when he walked away, I was like, I waited till he was gone to tell her what, what was happening, what had happened. Cause I didn't want her to accidentally trigger him, his attention because we were, he was definitely the biggest bad in the room. 
<laughs> I was not going to mess with the biggest bad in the room on that day. Don't so, mess with the biggest bad. <laughs> right. And so some days you just don't even want to be noticed because to be noticed is to be in danger. Right. So I was just like, mm, no, I'm not going to be noticed on this. So, you know, that sort of thing is what we were looking at. And um, so, yeah, so protecting yourself best, <laughs> the smartest thing to do is don't invade other people's space. Yeah. If I'm practicing my remote view and I, I want to you know, go see what it like the pyramids in Egypt or something or or in the or on the astral or something, I want to go see Mars or Pluto or, you know. Um, something like that. How do, how does that work? I, am I actually sending my conscious, con- like sending the whole thing out, or am I just blipping just to kind of start getting that pieces and parts of the remote viewing? So it depends on how you're doing your remote viewing. Okay, some people will astrally project to do it, which I don't recommend ever. Um, which is you know the spirit leaving the body, right? And uh, that's the most dangerous form. A remote viewing of sending your consciousness out, which is the remote viewing that I recommend, you can absolutely do. It's not the same thing as sending your empath energy field out, though. It's your empath energy field is your aura, right? And you're not going to send your aura to Mars. That would that would suck. That yeah, that was that was her next question. Is, is there a difference between? That's why I was asking this because it was. Is there a difference between sending your consciousness and sending your aura slash empath self? Yes. So your aura slash empath self is your aura. It's your the the energy field that surrounds your body that keeps your body going. <clears throat> you know, it's a container for your soul and all of that. You do not want to send that someplace. I want to keep that with me, don't I? <laughs> yes. Don't send that place. Okay. That wouldn't, I don't want yeah. to send that. Let's not do that. Okay. Yeah. Your consciousness is your awareness, right? It's your, your, your mind, your, your conscious self, right? And that is what you can send. And then, you know, you can use that to see things and experience things and whatever, but you're not sending your aura when you do it. Now, and then astral projection, that's another different thing. Astral projection is taking your spirit out of your body and sending your spirit to another location and leaving your body unprotected. Well, theoretically unprotected, you could do a lot of protections on it. And I would recommend that if you're going to do astral projection, which I don't recommend you do, because it's perfectly easy to just do the remote viewing. But if you insist on doing astral projection, you should do a lot of protections on your space and on your body and have somebody standing by to to watch over you and, you know, all the things, because it is dangerous inherently. So, um but uh, yeah, that's the leaving of your body, your soul leaving your body. And the only thing that's keeping you alive is the, the silver cord that runs between you and your, your soul and your body. If that cord gets cut, you die, which is why I don't do this. Ah, so, that, so that would be my Dr. Strange reference whenever he was going to the library, getting his textbooks and she, the... Is that that the astral projection or is that different? He was teleporting. He was teleporting. Because he could physically pick up the books, right? Oh, true that. Yeah. Okay. Now, whenever she pushed him and she was like, oh, yeah, I just threw your astral body out for, yes. for a little bit. How'd astral that feel? Projection. <laughs> 
Okay. That so was, that's that two different things. forcibly causing him to astrally project. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oof. All right. Which is different than sending out your conscious and different than sending out your aura. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I just report them. <laughs> That's it. True that. True that. <laughs> Thanks, Tasha. You just made my brain go. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So was that was that the last question? Yeah, that was it. Because she wanted to know uh, what happens whenever you send your energy into a space before you arrive. Um, what are the benefits and detriments? And then is there a difference between sending your consciousness and sending your aura empath self? Yeah, and I think we've covered that. So I'm going to say this because I've had two people. So I'm going to talk about something completely different for a minute since we're not done with the episode time frame yet. But I've had two people in the last 24 hours say that they looked at the work in the Welcome to the Woo program and said that it looked like therapy. And I want to be really clear. It's not therapy. Um, and the, they were like, oh, I just I wanted to learn the magic. I'm like, look, here's the deal. The magic is a function of the work you do on yourself. Kathy talks about the artisanal well all the time, right? There's this, we are naturally springs that have water shooting out of us, right? Energy shooting out of us. And, and over time, our parents, life, ourselves, our experiences throw garbage into the spring. And eventually the garbage fills up enough that the water stops flowing and then it compacts down and then it, it fills with rainwater. And then we convince ourselves that we are the rainwater. And if you believe that you're the rainwater, you will only have access to as much magic as the rainwater is deep, which will change from day to day based on how much rain you've gotten. Okay. We don't work with rainwater. We work with artisanal wells. And so part of the work is pulling the garbage out of the well. If you do not empty the garbage out of the well, you will never have access to the fullness of your power. And so that that is why people talk about shadow work so much. That is why people talk about doing your work. That That is why, because you will always be limited by the amount of water that's available in your well. And if you haven't cleared the garbage, that amount of water may be very small. And therefore, you will be a truly mediocre practitioner because you will not have a lot of power because you will have not reached your inner source. And that's the reason why we do this work. You must reach the inner source. And I realize we haven't talked about this recently. I talked about it a lot in the beginning, but we haven't talked about this in the, as part of this work. And, and here's why, okay? Let's say that you are stepping into your, you want to step into a higher level of your power, but you've got a block that says, I'm afraid of my power. Uh, if I step into this really powerful place, one, I might flame the living crap out of everybody because I haven't dealt with my anger, right? Fireballs. Fireballs. Piss <laughs> me off, see what happens, right? <laughs> Fuck around and find out, right? Yes. That. Uh, or two, taking on uh, more power means taking on more, more responsibility and I'm already overwhelmed with the responsibilities I have and I'm taking on responsibility for the whole freaking world. How can I take on more, right? And having to deal with that. There's a lot of things that get in the way. There's past life 
issues. I was burned at the stake for being a witch. How do I get past that? There's a lot of reasons why we run into these problems. And you will be stuck there until you address those issues, right? And so what we do as part of the work that we do in our programs is we deal with all of those issues, and we just clear them out, just clear the decks so that there is nothing in the way of you getting to the fullness of your full potential. And that is the reason why we do those pieces. And so, you know, when you're looking at where can I take my classes, what can I do next, you know, blah, blah, blah. Keep in mind that you can develop as many skills as you want, but those skills will be limited by the amount of work you've done. And, you know, you're not going to have a full understanding if you don't do a deeper level dive on how the work works. So, you know, take a two hour class here and a two hour class there. That's how I started. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But when you're ready to get serious about your work, that's when you come and see me, you know, because I work with the doers with the magicians of the world, right? So I am not the sage, you know, I I've had Charlemagne on here and Charlemagne talks about a lot of stuff in great depth because Charlemagne's a freaking sage. That woman knows freaking everything, right? She, she's just, she studies and she studies and she gets certifications and she goes in deep dives into, you know, obscure magical tomes. That is her thing. I so wish I could do that. I can't do it. I go, yeah, I got nothing. You know, it's like, I just, I'm like, ah, too many hard words. I don't want to, you know, I'm just going to go talk to my guides and have them tell me what I want to know. You know, I just, I would love to be able to do that. It's just not my thing. I've never been the researcher, right? Um, but you know, they're sages in the world and they look like her, right? And then, you know, there are the dabblers of the world. You know, it's like, ooh, tarot cards, ooh, crystals, ooh, angels. Namaste. I look so spiritual, right? And and we all go through that phase. Let me be clear. We all go through, I'm not trying to 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 knock you, um, but it, we all go through the phase of the dabbling. Because we're like, we're not sure it's going to work, right? That's what the dabbling phase is about, is I'm not sure it's going to work. And if it hangs on for too long, the dabbling phase becomes about resistance. It becomes, uh, how about I just look spiritual in it instead of actually having to be spiritual because that's too scary, right? Or I can go this far, like comparing, say, wading in a kiddie pool to diving off the deep end and not knowing how to tread water, yeah. you know? And so... The dabblers sometimes transition into sages or, or magicians, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they stay as dabblers. The people I work with are the magicians. They're the doers. They're the people who want to wade in, get their feet wet, get their hands dirty, and do the freaking magic. And they're willing to go into the scary places. They're willing to do the things that they are not really sure what the outcome is going to be. But, hey, let's try it. Let's throw our ass to the wind and see what happens. Right. You know, those are my people. Right. It's, we are the both cheeks. We are not in half ass. We are in with both cheeks, both cheeks. And so. You know, if if you're in that place where you're a both cheeker, you know, <laughs> you're throwing you're happy to throw your ass to the wind and figure out as you go and build the build the bridge on the way down, you know, whatever. If that's you, then then this is the right place for you. 
because that's the people that I work with because, you know, we are going deep and we are going fast and we, we want to get there yesterday because we've got shit to do. Those are my peeps, right? Everybody else, you're welcome to listen, but I'm just saying, this is what the program is designed for. It's, it is the express train to your power. That is what this, this series of programs, the welcome to the woo series is about. It is an express train to your power. And so if you are looking to hop on that express train, know that it is sometimes a bumpy ride (laughs) because it's going fast, (laughs) but it will get you there yesterday. Well, not yesterday, but faster than you could get there any other time, any other way. So, um, and, and sometimes let me just, I I just want to pop in real quick, just having gone through the experience because when you when I first got into you know the woo woo world right though there's tarot there's crystals there's this I don't know any, anything about any of this I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing I don't know what my greater purpose is and all that so I dabbled a whole bunch just to kind of see what 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 spoke to me right well the healing aspect spoke to me right so I kind of went into that but even with with that. I was like, okay, cool. I'm getting kind of tuned in to kind of, you know, what feels right, what I'm drawn to. So I'm going to do a deep dive on that. But working through all the other crap (laughs) allows my Reiki to flow through me. And my my prayer always is I want to be the perfect hollow bone so that the Reiki can flow through me unobstructed. You know, I'm not putting my own personal twist on this. I'm just letting Reiki do its thing, right? So any kind of thing, and it's so funny. Because it's called inner peace. Well, it used to be called inner peace. Now, it's, you know, welcome to the woo, right? But when you were talking about, you know, um, the feedback that you gotten that people were uh, saying it was kind of like therapy, it's and and listening to you talk through that, it's like they're still looking outwardly instead of looking inwardly, and that's a perspective shift that happens when. when you go through, as in me, a student goes through this process, that perspective shifts and I stopped living by other people's definitions of who, what, when, where that I was. And I'm listening to my own self, my own definitions, you know, Um, and that's just me personally. You know, you grow up, I'm a nice little Southern girl. I listen to this one. I obey these rules. I have to please this one and this one, this one and this one you know, people pleaser. And I'm like, ah, screw it. No, but you know, that's on the other side of this, but you know, kind of in, in working with, with my magic, whether I'm doing Reiki, whether I'm doing spell, whether I'm putting my ward in or whatever, it's very freeing and it makes that energy just flow, you know? And the other piece you have to recognize is that every time you feel beholden to do something for someone else, like you could, could have, should have, would have, should, should, must, must, right? Um, all of those things are, you're giving away pieces of your power each time. And so, you know, a lot of the work that we're working on is just getting you to reclaim the power that you have that you've handed away to other people without even realizing it. And so that's a lot of the work that we do as well. So it's all in service to finding your own inner power, to standing in your own sovereignty, to stepping into your purpose in the world. But, you know, we got to, we got to go through the paths we have to go through to get to them. And that's just how it is. You know, if I could skip it, trust me, I would skip it, but but we can't. 
every time somebody skips it, they go back because they get stuck, you know, and that's inevitably what happens. I mean, I can talk to people who've been doing this work uh, for, you know, 15, 20 years, and they are still stuck at something that I teach in the first or second program in the series. And it's because there's no curriculum and they never got that piece. And it's like, and I'll say it's it's hard to find. It was for me anyway, to find. Okay, here's how you do this step by step. Here's what you need to work through. Oh, you're having trouble with resistance here, and actually give that thing a name. You know, I'm I'm in my victim. I'm waiting for Prince Charming to come and rescue me. Why am I doing this? I can rescue my damn self. You know, and and, and work through all of those things. So um, for me, I found it very helpful. Oh, it was tough as far, you know, working through and allowing it to work, you know, and um, and not blaming everybody else. But, you know, because I chose to give it away so I can choose to take it back <laughs> with great responsibility comes great power. That's how that works. So, you know, if if you've been sitting out there going, oh, I've done therapy, I don't think I need to do it. This is not therapy. Therapy is a very different thing. This, this is, this is not that. So, you know, when I have two people in a day tell me this, I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's something that I have not done well at telling people. So I, I needed to say that. So, uh, you know, come and do a discovery call. I'm doing all the discovery calls again. So, you know, you get to talk to me. Um, but you know, it, it is a commitment and you need to be willing to commit. It's both a, a energetic commitment and a financial commitment. So, you know, but that's how we progress at such a quick pace is you step in with both feet and you get on the express train. So if you're interested, go sign up at the, uh, it's called Welcome to the Woo. It's underneath the online programs on the website uh, under Spiritual Seekers. And if you are interested in the boundaries for empaths download, that's, that's for free. That is on the website as well, right underneath my pretty little face. You can just click that button and it'll give you, take you right into the free download of that. And I highly recommend it. But by the way, if you're going to download it, freaking do it. <laughs> what? You mean I have to click it, open it, and downloaded stuff and, <laughs> I know, I know. We've all downloaded stuff that we've gone, oh, I'll look at that later. And then it's gone. It's on the hard drive. And you're like, what the hell is this? Six years later, when you're trying to clean out your hard drive, you're like, what is this? Just, you know, there's a reason there's a follow-up sequence on it because one of them says, hey, did you actually open it? So, because I know we're busy, I understand. So don't unsubscribe is what I'm saying because you'll forget and then you won't, you won't get the reminder. So, uh, and, and, you know, we've been getting some really lovely reviews lately. So thank you for that. We've had some reviews on, on Apple podcasts and I so appreciate you for doing that rating and reviewing. It really helps us to get seen uh, and to get heard. And that's really what we want to do is spread this out into the world. You guys know, if you've been listening for any length of time, that I put a huge amount of content into this podcast and uh, I really want people to have a, a basic understanding of the energetic world. And I'm giving this away for free. And and I that's because I want people to have it. So if you have a chance, please share this podcast with other folks that you know who are into this stuff or even not, who might be friendly to it and thinking about it. Because, uh, But tell them to start at the beginning. The beginning of the podcast is specifically designed for people who are brand new into the spiritual world. So... Um, 
plant the seed, share, share, share and care. Sharing is caring. So, uh, and, and join the mailing list. If you're, if you do the boundaries for pounds download, you'll be on the mailing list and you'll get all sorts of extra bonus information from me over the course of time. Um, and sometimes sneak previews of new things like retreats that I'm going to be starting again. So you won't get notice, you know, advanced notice of the retreats uh, if you're not on the mailing list. And I don't do what other people do, which is discount the uh, the retreat at the beginning. What I do is I say the first people in the door get the best rooms. And so if you want to want the best room at the retreat, then this is the way to do it by getting on the mailing list. So, yeah. There you go. All right. So go see us on Wooville and... <laughs> At the woo, and we'll have a woohoo time on the express train going whoop woo. I was trying to put all that together. I know. I, I was impressed. I was not getting in your way. <laughs> I'm like, she is on a woo roll. We're going to leave her go. It's on a woo roll. <laughs> woohoo. Woohoo. Woot woot. Woot woot. I know it. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Do we have a Kellyism? Um, be careful where you send your energy. Don't don't stick your energy any place you wouldn't stick your face. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one right there. <laughs> That's some words to live by, folks. <laughs> More than one way. All right. Well, that's all that we're going to have time for this week, folks. Tune in next time. <laughs> as Kelly is cracking up laughing. I broke my <laughs> I'm just screwing up this ending, but that's all right. All right. Here we go. Tune in next time. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody's listening anyway. Tune in next time. When she has another chapter to your guide to energy, magic, and the swoo-woo spirit world. <laughs> I'm Jules. Here with, <laughs> here with Dr. Woo-woo, <laughs> Kelly Sparta. And you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Wondering where my spirit will I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing but you feel like you kind of probably should especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. 
and it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.